Hey guys, on today's show, we've got medium Alison Dubois. And yes, she's the Alison Dubois that the TV show Medium was based upon. Lisa Stanley here, your Renta Yenta with what goes on around here. And on today's episode, we're going to chat it up with medium Alison Dubois, who has visions of both the past and the future and has used her psychic power to assist the U.S. law enforcement officials in solving crimes. Yep, forming the basis of the TV series Medium. I met Allison through some very dear friends of mine who she is very dear friends with. And since then, I'd like to say that Allison is one of one of my dear friends and I am one of hers. So without further ado, Allison Dubois. Thank you. That was quite an introduction. And so what I really want you to do is I want you to tell us, start in the beginning um, and tell people what it is you're capable of doing and when's the first time that you knew that you were capable of doing it. Well, I can talk to the dead. I've been doing that since I was um, six. I was six years old. Went to, It was the first funeral I went to that triggered it. For me. So what um, happened? The guy in the coffin or the gal in the coffin got up and had a conversation? My, it was my great-grandfather. Oh, and he, dear. And he had died of intestinal cancer. And my mom cried a lot because they were really close. And, you know, little kids don't really understand what death is. I remember looking at him in the casket and thinking he was taking a nap and that when he woke up, he'd feel better because that's what you do in kindergarten and first grade. Um, I went home and I, my mom tucked me in and I looked at the foot of my bed after she had left and he looked at me and he had no lines on his face. There was no pain. He looked um, perfect. I don't know how else to say. He, he, he said, tell your mom I'm not in pain anymore and I'm still with her. And so I got out of bed and I knocked on her door and I said, mom, great grandpa's in my room and he wants me to tell you that he's not in pain anymore and he's still with you. And she told me to go back to bed. So she didn't, she just didn't even think anything of it. I don't know if it was the trauma of his funeral that she couldn't deal with it or she just couldn't deal with it. <laughs> so it was the 70s at the time. So maybe they didn't know what to do with kids like me. Um you know, we were fictionalized in Disney shows and such, and um, people didn't really understand what being well, a medium is. Well, they called you is. witches. Well, they did. They called you witches. You know, in the beginning when I was doing this, because you get all the, you know, trolls coming out of the woodwork, any famous person or it goes through this. You would know that public figures always get scrutinized. And I just remember them coming out and saying, you know, you're you're Satan. And I was like, is that really smart to say? Because let's consider if I am. <laughs> what, what can I do to you? So why would you even say that to me Snap. if you believe that, right? <laughs> that why would they stupid. say that? So, you know, I had to learn when Medium happened. I wasn't looking for a show. I know that half of everybody's out there trying to get their own show. How did that happen? Um, I was on a pilot where... Uh, Kelsey Grammer was the executive producer. That's how I met Kelsey. And I was being studied in a laboratory by scientists. By the way, just so everyone knows, Kelsey Grammer was one of the executive producers of the medium, the TV show. Right. Okay, I believe he's the reason it, it happened. And um, the, in this show, they took like 120 people of the ethereal, like astrologers, mediums, tarot, what have you. And they 
we competed against each other, basically. And I just went because I wore suits. I was interning in homicide. I carried an attache case. I got a degree in political science and history. You know, I wasn't really the typical medium. And um, I went to see if there were other ones like me. And when I got there, there were a lot of people that I couldn't relate to, really. And um, and so we competed, and what ended up happening is I made the top five, so they called it the Oracles. We were the Oracles, and oh, we cool. read the studio audience, basically. And it was a really interesting experience. Like, I'm really glad that I did it. It never aired, but it, it was a pilot that was shot. And you shot. did meet Kelsey, and I from did. that... yes. And I also became friends with Charles Shaughnessy because he was hosting it. So that's so when I met that, him. So you, you got great. some friends some and a TV friends. show. Right. So did Kelsey come to you after he saw what you were capable of doing? He and I stayed in touch after the show. And he wrote a blurb for my first book, you know, from the cover. Plug your book. Oh, geez, so long ago. Um, Don't Kiss Them Goodbye was my first one. We Are Their Heaven was my second. Secrets of the Monarch was my third. Talk to Me is my fourth. And Into the Dark's my fifth. And I'm currently writing my sixth. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to pick up all those books from the floor she just dropped. What? How did I not know you're doing sixth book now? Yeah. Oh, my so, God. Well, so. then suffice it to say, the first five probably sold well. Um, I was a New- I'm was a New York Times bestselling author. So, yeah. I did pretty well. (laughs) Sold sold a lot of books. Um, But then I was swimming with my kids one day and my phone rang and it was Kelsey's assistant. And she said, "Um, Kelsey wants to make a television show based on your life. And I was just like, why? I mean, like, I'm, I was like, well, you're married. She has a fantastic yeah, husband I named do. Joe, which, by the way, was the same character of the husband in the medium, Joe. And she has, uh, well, how many children do you have? I keep getting confused with all of them because <laughs> they have the greatest names ever. There's Fallon, Aurora, there's Aurora, and Sophia. And Sophia. So they're beautiful girls and very smart and proud of all of them. And by the way, a great uh, depiction of the family on the TV show. Yes. It, it was very well cast, um, especially. Especially the middle daughter played by Maria Lark that was the favorite I would have to say the favorite character to most people who watched yes she was kind of snarky yes and that's how Fallon is yes. so she, and they ended up becoming best friends for a long time actually they were really 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 close we still stay in touch with her um, Joe was really well cast by Jake Weber and he really is a rocket scientist he's brilliant and I'm lucky to have him you're not kidding I, I, I'm very not that aware. you're lucky to have him how brilliant he <laughs> right? is right he's brilliant yes. um, he's and act- handsome he's currently um, making a, a lunar probe to launch to the moon so he's pretty oh, geez, excited i do about that, that on wednesdays please <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's, he's pretty excited on. about that so he's the best that's really how medium happened and i was in my very early 30s at the time i was very overwhelmed by the amount of press and the questions that i was being asked and the i didn't even know how to answer some of them because i didn't engage with other mediums i kind of did my own thing i didn't read books on it i i I learned on my own. I had my own style. So they would ask me about other mediums or other people of the ethereal. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You were in your world. I'm like, I've been studying getting a degree and raising three little girls. So I didn't really have time for the hobby on the side. Um, But I also interned in homicide. That's what I want to to talk about. To be a prosecuting attorney. This to me is the most fascinating fascinating part of what your gift allows you to do oh, thank you so can you just tell a story of some a family that you've helped that you've brought closure to well i mean i've <laughs> i've worked cases since i was well let's say almost 20 years <laughs> so um 
whether I'm telling them when they're going to find the remains or I'm telling them the name of the person who Ooh, did chills. it. Um, you know, sometimes being able to tell them when they're going to find the body is solace because not all parents get to bury their child. And that's really tragic and sad. I mean, aside from the crime itself, it's just it's 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 unimaginable. And so, you know, Jackie Hartman was one of the cases I worked. She was Gilbert. This was on a talk show, so I'm saying it because it was very public record. Um, at the time, she'd been missing two weeks. Uh, she just she had gone to bed, and um, she had snuck out to meet a, a guy. She was 19, and um, and they hadn't heard from her in two weeks. And so, at the time when I did the write up, and they had the family in the audience, and you know, her actual family. Their religion was not real cool with what I did, but her aunt was. So, you know, that's who was in the audience. And um, I described the area where they'd find her body. um, And I said, they're going to find her body in two weeks. And so every skeptic on the planet sitting around salivating, like marking their calendar (laughs) for that day to come. Right, just to be able to say, see, she's a phony (laughs) baloney. (laughs) And 13 and a half days later, her remains were discovered. Actually, Nancy Grace had narrowed it to more, like to the hour. (laughs) And so she was was pretty impressed with that. But um, yeah, so they were able to bury Jackie and the parents were notified that she had been found and she was found in an area that I described and I said it was a date rape gone wrong um he blamed her because he thought that if she hadn't if she hadn't struggled and made him kill her things would have been fine that's how he justified it in his head and the police department later came out and let me know that everything I had said was exactly what they believed happened to her and and now they have the guy in custody Isn't that amazing? I, I don't know how much time I, he probably got a life sentence it's Arizona I would have hoped oh, for more Sheriff of a death Joe. penalty for 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 that crime, but um, you know she was found by a hibachi. I kept seeing like a little barbecue oh. in the area of where she was at, and it was kind of and that she was rolled down the hill right off of like a highway or a main like oh. road, and basically he'd driven off on a dirt path where they have the little parks where you have the hibachi yes, and you can grill, yes. and he'd rolled her down the hill. So that's where they had found her. So When all this stuff is going through your mind and, and, it's, and it's repeating itself, repeating itself, because that's how you're able to really get the visual, Are you? what goes on for you emotionally, physically? Are there physical things that happen to you? Um, for me, I try and stay detached. Otherwise, I'm no good working a case, and I think that's the mistake a lot of psychics make. They get emotionally pulled in, and they make it about themselves. I try and keep it about the victim. So I look at the victim um, through very clear eyes with no... you Not know, your soul isn't right, involved. R- right. I mean, they can connect with me and talk to me, but I'm trying to go through the head of the killer. Right. I engage with them. Like, head tap them. I profile them. It's the best. I love it. I'm, oh, if I, I didn't do this job, <laughs> I would be a profiler. A lot what of, a great a lot, job. A lot of companies hire me for that, actually, to get into the head of the person from the other company that they may merge with to see if and they have... And you're still doing that, correct? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been booked solid for for years right so and I'm not only great. that you go on world tours you lecture you teach i've filmed japanese documentaries where i've read japanese that don't speak english but i have an interpreter i mean i've tr- i've tried it all i'm pretty i'm pretty happy with my life i i've had more than my fair share of of good days well 
that leads me to this. <laughs> One of your days about seven or eight years ago might not have been a good day. It was actually probably an evening, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, through Kelsey Grammer, who you met and who you did the television show The Medium with, you also met, at the time, Kelsey's wife, Camille, mm-hmm. who you did become close with, Yes. We were friends. Friends. At that time, she invited you to go to a dinner party, which, in fact, I think the dinner party was in honor of you. being Right? Wasn't it? Well, it was... She... When I was approached to do this show, it was... Right. It was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. Is where I'm getting to, but go ahead. Kelsey had asked me to come on because Kyle was bullying Camille, And he wanted somebody there to have her back, and he had to be out of town. That's what I was told. Ah. So I was there. I never knew why you ended up at that dinner party. Well, because I've never done an interview about the dinner, so that would be why. That's why I was there to begin with, is because there's mean girl there that he didn't want beating up on his wife. Well, let's fast forward. How many years ago was this? It'll be eight years that the dinner was, is it this month? They have a reunion show, as you know. And this just out of the blue, (laughs) I happen to be watching it, and I happen to hear this. The world needs to know if you've consulted Alison Dubois to ask if Dorit (laughs) will close her mouth. I have no contact with Allison, unfortunately. You don't, since season one. Unfortunately? Unfortunately. She stopped speaking to you after season one. Oh, she was pissed. You save your stories and you... Now you just lost all credibility. All right. I can give a sh** with you. Oh, that's very profound. I can tell you when she will die and what will happen to her family. I love that about me. Why was she pissed at you? I mean, because she... she thought that I set her up. How could you set her up? Yeah, but she, she put the words in her mouth yeah. for her own action. I know, but if she, she was a psychic, she should have seen it coming. That's part of the reason I love you, <laughs> that you know all of that stuff. So, in my opinion, you really got thrown under the bus. I did watch that episode way back when. You were thrown under the bus, and I loved how you defended yourself. You were there, as you just said, to defend Camille and ended up having to defend yourself, right. which was crazy. So now, a response to this crazy. First, which, by the way, people, <laughs> she's never done before. She's never talked about this before. And this is something she's doing for us. That's right. So... First of all, let me clear up the whole Camille saying that, you know, I was pissed because I thought she set me up. First of all, she did set me up. Anybody that watched it saw the video where they interviewed her before the night ever happened. And she started segueing into the drinking and mentioning, oh, my friend, you know, can be a little rough or something, you know. So you might expect that. And it's so when you see when I saw that part, I'm like, she totally set me up. So then aside from that to Lisa Vanderpump about being psychic one thing that psychics are blind to is their friends and their family which is why we can't read ourselves and i thought she would have known that living in la but i guess not i thought you guys knew all about psychics here Um, (laughs) but anyways so with camille what she and i were still texting back and forth for after that happened after that for a, a good year the reason I stopped talking to her is loyalty is very important to me. Um, she kept they took a picture in Vegas vaping, like mocking me. 
and we're putting it out on like Instagram. Right. Let's tell people who didn't see the episode. Allison likes to have a, her little vape cigarette, which everybody has now. Well, the whole world. But she. W- <laughs> but by the way, you were hip. You had it way before I was it was OG cool. Of vape. You I were the that. OG. And so at this particular party, Allison was had the vape. This beautiful, long, elegant. You remember that? You had that beautiful, well, long, and elegant. And let me vape. let me let me clear up why I had it. I had quit smoking. Right. So for my health and for my family. And so I knew I was going into a stressful situation. So what do you do when you're under pressure? Well, adults tend to knock some back and do a little stress drinking and smoking. But I didn't want to smoke. So I brought my vape and I didn't care what they thought. I was staying until they left because I didn't want to leave and then have them attack Camille. Right. Because that's what happens when well, one's did. taken out of the mix. So I waited. I stated. I, st- I it was a four hour dinner. Who wants to sit at a table with people attacking for four hours? It was hostile. It was mean spirited. Um, you know, prediction wise with Kyle, I meant what I said about her relationship. I stand by that. Say, tell what you said that her husband will never emotionally fulfill her. But that she'll stay with him and he'll take care of her. And right. that's true. And I was just being And you, th- you thought that there would be some cheating involved. There have been stories, too, that have come out in certain, you know, yes. Perez Hilton stories yes. that were fascinatingly colorful. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and, and as well as other stories. So I don't care what happens with her marriage, quite frankly. I mean, that's her business. It's her life. Um, the more that she screams that she's happy, the more that it seems not legitimate. Because you don't have to defend your relationship when you're truly connected. You know, you don't have to feel insecure. So I feel like she's spent many years trying to counter it to show people how happy she is. Well, this is so fascinating to me because, honestly, you and I have never discussed this even in our friendship. So this is very fascinating. But I think what's going to be more fascinating is if we take a couple calls. Do you mind? I don't mind. And we have our first caller on the line. Crystal? Yes. Hi. Hi, Crystal. Meet Allison. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Allison. How are you? Now, hold on. Before she even says that, I want to preface something and tell you this about Allison. Okay. Allison's going to tell you what she feels, what she sees, and she doesn't hold back. So don't ask a question that you don't want the answer to. Okay. Look, can I give, can I <laughs> yes. give you an example, Crystal? Yes. Um, sure. At, at one of my events, and so I say this when I open my events up now, and I say, if you want, don't ask me if you should get a divorce if your husband's with you. Because a woman, oh, a yeah. woman actually did that while I was there, or you know, or a mother-in-law. I'm like, they're going to tell on you. But she, she didn't really want to hear that her marriage was going to fail. <laughs> Who knew? Right. No. <laughs> so. no, I won't be asking any of that kind okay. of no, no, I'm not going to ask any health questions or any about anything about like my lasting marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I'll stay, I'll stay within the fun zone. All of, right. Uh, yeah. How about that? So what's on your mind? Like, what's what's something that you're you're wondering about going on in your life at this point? Well, I feel a little bit conflicted about, like, where my future is heading. I, the first part of my life, I, you know, um, was a stay-at-home mom. I kind of put my career aside, and now the kids are all adults, and I am struggling with just kind of going in what direction I should go in, whether I should lay my hat down somewhere and just get a job or should I continue to do just 
more volunteer stuff, but I definitely want to make an imprint in some way because I have time and I have the energy, but I'm not sure which way to go. Let me ask you this. Is your uh, husband independently wealthy where you can just do charity work? Because that'd be great. <laughs> um, my husband is not, but he's been able to maintain our household. He lives in another state, so he does travel back and forth. And we have been able to, um, we have been able to like support me being home with the kids because he's not home he wasn't home during their childhood a lot of the time it was really hard for me to maintain any work right so we were so we had to kind of make sacrifices financially um not own property things like that which we just started you know we didn't have any property so that helped us be able to afford me being home you know interestingly enough you're under the sun sign of taurus the motto for taurus is i have they're about you know their stuff they are home buddies they like to be in the home but what they're really good at is either um flipping houses or uh home decorating they're just very good at making uh real estate move so i don't know if really? that's something you've ever thought of maybe going more in that direction you're a strong woman that needs to be in control of her own money. So although I'd like to say, yeah, just do charity work, which you'd be great at raising money, um, Taurus enjoys much more playing with their own golden coin. <laughs> so yeah. so mm-hmm. you, it's time for you to move in a business um, direction. Real estate would make a lot of sense for you. Taurus also rules music, so a lot of people in the music industry tend to be Taurus-aspected. Um, but is there something that you feel passionate about that you would want to move in a different direction? I don't feel passionate about it. The only thing I felt passionate about is is when I became a mom. It was like the most fun thing. It was the thing I thought I did the best at. And I know that sounds, and, and I'm very diehard feminist person, but it just was the thing that I wanted to do, and it was my choice. Well, you know, so if, if, of, if that's what emotionally fulfills you, though, then you've already ticked off that box. So that's good. So yeah, now let's make yeah. some money. So it doesn't have to be personal. Uh, if, you, if you went into real estate or whatever direction you were to move in, contracts, you'd be good at anything that deals with money, um, but particularly real estate. I don't know if you could picture okay. yourself doing that, but you'd be naturally good at it. And you can make large sums all at once here and there. And that would make you happy. Okay, look, I have to interrupt because I happen to know Chris. Crystal. She happens to be a friend of mine. No, I'm good. Full disclosure here because I, yes. she's, Allison is saying something that you don't even understand what she's saying because you're so in this. But exactly what you just did with your husband, you built a home in Hawaii and you built it for tenants to also be able to live on the property. And you were just right. talking about, hold on, you were just talking about maybe getting that, getting out of Hawaii completely and having uh, just that house to lease. And, and that is exactly what I think Allison is trying to say. Thank you. Yeah, could be, could be. Could well, be. you would be re- you'd be really good at remodeling houses, even if you just put them up for Airbnb, like for the income that way. That's still real estate, so you don't have okay. to be the realtor that puts a sign in the yard. But you could remodel, refurbish homes, is what Taurus is good at. You know, making it look okay. comfortable and 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 utilizing, and um, they make good sense of the space in each home, and it has flow, and so that's just something you'd naturally be good at. So. You could do really well with that, and then when you're tired of tenants, just flip the house, just sell the house. Yeah, I've never done that before as far as, like, my own... I I have a very small savings myself, so it's like I don't really have, like... I did think about purchasing something on my own 
in California. Yep. Um, without my husband, but then there was ideas. I did work for a real estate agent at some point, and I was his assistant, so I did a lot of property management and things like that. So hello. <laughs> so that's hello. the question. The bell is stuff. ringing. The bell is ringing. <laughs> right. All right, right, listen, Crystal, we have about a minute yeah. left. Do you have another quick okay. question? And that's it. Um, is there any any? Thing you see as far as um, you know my husband has a business in Hawaii how long that's gonna last if if uh, is what direction that might be going in here here's and I, I say this with all kinds of um, warnings <laughs> ahead of time uh-huh. his business isn't gonna end in Hawaii anytime soon but you're gonna get tired of it you don't belong in okay. Hawaii it's why you no, feel I'm- like you're being dragged down every day you need to come yeah. back to California, buy houses and flip them and be happy again. You miss your friends. You miss the California. And it's a place that you would just do well. Um, you like yeah. to be by water, but you don't like to be completely surrounded by it. It makes you feel like you're drowning and you need to get off the island. That's, that happened last time. I, I didn't she came home. Yeah, she didn't want to go back. She came home. Well, yeah, I, think, I, w- uh, I think this. I think Allison knows who you are better than I do. <laughs> well, thank you, Allison. My pleasure, Crystal. Hopefully I'll meet you someday in California. Yes, that would be great. Okay, Lisa. Thanks, love Crystal. You. Love you. Oh, wow. That, you See, you know what I think happens? Because, I mean, you have, you have not read me because, like you said, it's hard for you to be able to read your friends. But other uh, medium psychics have read me. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes it goes, you know, through what you And then you get home. You're like, wait a second. Right. So that's what I think was happening for her because you were nailing everything exactly. And in way. her in her mind, she already knows this about herself. So she's like, yeah, but what else? And it's yeah. like, no, you're not seeing. You've got to pull it all together and right. put it into action. <laughs> right. You got it. You got to execute the deal. Right. All right. We've got Joe on the line. Joe. Hello. Hi, Joe. Meet Allison. Hi, how you Hello. doing? Uh, I'm okay. How are you doing, Allison? I'm doing pretty good. I'm sitting here with Lisa, I mean, so I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot of fun. So can I get the month and day you were born? I don't need the year, just the month and the day. Sure. January 22nd. Ah, I'm January 24th, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm Aquarius knuckling you up right now. And your yeah. name is the same as her husband. That's true. <laughs> and oh, my, great. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously I'm going to be kind to you. <laughs> Just Thank kidding. you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. So what's going on in your life? What area of life do you want to talk about? Uh, my career uh, side of life, I guess. Career. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm searching right now. And... Uh, I'm wondering how long the search is going to be and if I'm going to find exactly what I'm looking for or if I am maybe like looking in the wrong areas. Okay. Um, well, let's start with yeah. your with your energy. You're an Aquarius and they're always ahead of their time, so they get really frustrated because they'll come up with a good idea or a vision of direction that they want to go in and other people won't see it and then that show will come out on television and they're like, "That was my idea." And everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. what well, you did mention something." <laughs> you know, and it's just so frustrating. But Aquarius also doesn't like to be like anyone else. You need to be your own person. So they usually have unusual jobs or gravitate to unusual jobs. So what field are you drawn to? Uh, Puppetry. 
There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a true Aquarian. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so have you um, actually, are you going to have like a stage show of it or are you going to like record it and like release it on YouTube and try and get your own like special? Oh, um, like both, a Muppet. Both, actually. Um, I'm a, a live performer as well as uh, like I, I do video editing out of necessity. Like I kind of have always worn all the hats uh, in any production I've done just because uh, there's no budget. So, you know, I, I just have to know how to do everything. Well, maybe one um, of Lisa's listeners will reach out and make you an offer or give you a break, you know? It could happen. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> well, stay, stay with puppetry. You have to have an unusual job or you'd get pent up and angry and, you know, like you wouldn't be in IT or anything like that. That's not where you belong. You're exactly doing what you're supposed to be doing. I want you to keep in mind a lot of great people that came before you that people just thought were out of their minds for doing what they did because it was so unique and it wasn't understood by mainstream doesn't mean the public wouldn't love it. So you stay mm-hmm. stay true to your passion and get your video clips out on YouTube first. Great idea. Um, well, I know this from, you know, I'm also a businesswoman. Right. <laughs> so, Hello, Z. <laughs> so anybody, you know, YouTube is a good way for you to get your face and your image out there. And for people, a lot of producers do skim through the Internet looking for something different. And you would be that something different. So don't give up on it. In numerology 2018, if you add up all the numbers, this is a t- they total two. It's a two year. So it's a year of rebuilding. So everybody's rebuilding the foundation, either career-wise or relationship-wise. They're building on a project. So that's what you need to do this year. Get your video content up. Don't give up. Um, But I, I do have a feeling that I need to say something to you. When it comes to friends or people that want to date you saying they can introduce you to the right person, that's not how you're going to make it. That's not going to okay. be. That's not going to be how you become successful. And be very uh, careful with people that you let in your inner circle, the people that you trust, because I kind of feel like you have a blind spot for people you trust, and and so it's more important that you keep it business and don't make your career personal overlapping in any way. Um, so, in other words, you need an agent that specializes in people of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, but I feel like if you do the YouTube clips and you go that route and you've got your own website up, which is something you can do yourself, you already have all the tools. You just got to get it out there and you need somebody whose brain you could pick, you know, of of what they think of the content. But you can put those pieces out there. You see how many people respond to it. That's your answer right there. If you're not getting a good response, take it down, redo it, put it back up, see what the response is. It's like a litmus test in the public and until you find your winning combo, and then that's what you go and pitch with. Totally. Got wow. it? <laughs> good job. <laughs> Joe, I think you're on the road to some puppetry. <laughs> you're going to do well. I, I hope so. You're going to do well. <laughs> don't don't give up on it. I know it's something that when people ask what you do and you tell them, they're like, they, they have that like look on their face like, what? But stick with it. You know, it's at least you don't scare people when you tell them that what you do. You make, you make people yeah. happy. I, well, I unless t- it's penis puppetry, and then there's a problem. I'm sorry. That's definitely not the kind of puppetry I'm engaged in. 
Lisa's been lonely lately. That was some wishful thinking. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. That was my external voice. All right. Thank oh, you. <laughs> thank you so much for calling. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I mean, perfect. He's a, he's a puppeteer. Hey, could he could go on uh, America's Got Talent and show it off. He, I mean, he could. He really no, could, no, right? Nothing, nothing could be more Aquarian, though. And Aquarius also rules, like, the Internet and computers, so his success will probably be found online. Perfect. All right, we got another caller. Kathy is on the line with us. Kathy, say hello to hi, Allison. Hi, <laughs> hi, Kathy. Say hi to Allison Dubois. Hi, Allison. Hi, Kathy. Over the phone. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And you? Good. I'm so excited to talk to you. Well, I can't wait to hear what you want to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Should I ask questions? It, you know, with life questions, it's usually relationship, career, your children, your parents, your health, your own abilities, like anything affecting your life right now. So what's up in your life? Okay, well, I'm in the midst of interviewing for a particular job. Um, I'm knee-deep in the interview process where I met several people um, affiliated with this company, and I'm about to hear whether or not I've gotten the job. So I want to know what my chances are. Okay, um, I need a buzzword like uh, real estate or law or medical. Um, Sure, production, TV production. TV production. Okay. So I'm just going to write some impressions connected to that, and and then I'll share it with you. So just talk to Lisa for, like, a few seconds, if you could. (laughs) You know, Kathy, I I will say this, Kath. Um, A lot of people... you know, they know Allison, but they don't really know Allison. And a couple of you are very lucky today to have gotten to call and speak to her. Uh, we had two callers before you, and both of them, she nailed it. Hashtag oh, nailed it. Well, I do, I do know how special this is because I've known of Allison for a very long time. She's so well known. Her work is well known. And it's a privilege to have this opportunity to talk to her. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for doing me a solid. That was nice to hear. <laughs> yes, no, it's all it's all true. So, so you're a Capricorn, and Capricorn rules money. So your focus in life, even though you are about what you love doing, you need structure always, which would make you great at TV production. You just have to be able to move with the changes that need to be made last minute due to weather or whatever you're dealing with. Um, but you also need to make your money and have the financial stability to feel okay every day some people can fly by the seat of their pants capricorn can't and here's something you need to know about yourself too capricorns usually expect a worst case scenario every time and usually the outcome's not as bad as what they thought it was going to be so don't let yourself get all your anxiety twisted up thinking you know what if this doesn't happen because that's self-inflicted and the energy that we're born with we're, we're being challenged throughout our life to learn about our shortcomings and our and our fears and to counter them so that would be one of the aspects of capricorn you want to work to counter so that you can enjoy more of your days and if something doesn't work out be like well the next one will be great i'm sure you know just roll with that but i do get a call back on the job interview that you're talking about my sense is that they were impressed with you um, also, though, the people that you're 
talking to feel very, I don't know, smug or dismissive. <laughs> so, so no offense to smug and dismissive people, but <laughs> so I don't know if that is a good fit for you there. But what did occur to me was oxygen. Have you? Oh, that's ironic. Have you thought that's of interviewing with well, oxygen? I- I mean, a short story is I interviewed with Oxygen like four months ago, and I did not get that job, and I that was the job I ideally wanted, so that did not happen for me. Okay, I get so it. Is that coming back? I get it coming back into play for you, so I would reach out or hang out at the bar where the women hang out at that work okay. there and strike up okay. a convo, because I don't feel like that door's closed for you. Okay, that's interesting. All right, that's good to know. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, okay. I must say, this has been the best time. Kathy, thank you for your call. Okay, sure, not a problem. This has been the best time ever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, 45 minutes have flown by, and uh, I think we've yented it up enough. <laughs> <laughs> we've picked your brain enough, and um, I don't know what to say other than what goes on around here. I mean, you <laughs> nailed every single call. You knew exactly exactly what was happening and why am i surprised i don't know i shouldn't be i know her i know this is who she is uh in the meantime where can people follow you find you where 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 um allisondubois.com is my website medium allison on instagram um my assistant covers my twitter pretty well so that you what's can your find twitter me handle there. <laughs> you don't, you don't even, even know. know your twitter handle <laughs> no. wait a second <laughs> and, and then i have a facebook fan page that you could follow my astro- astrological predictions as well as updates okay your twitter is also at medium allison you know i never got into twitter because it seemed like of all the social media outlets it's the one where people have too much of a voice and when you give people too much of a voice that shouldn't have power i i just i call I, them I avoid twitter, it. twitter thugs with keyboard courage there you go they're somewhere in their mom's <laughs> basement doing that with their hand down their pants oh, for sure yeah what goes on <laughs> yeah. around here all right thank you everyone talk to you next week